0: I, hey, uh, am fucking exhausted. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Please do. So late last night, laying in bed and it's, uh, so it's really hot here, right? It's, it's been in the eighties, high eighties all week. Uh, very mm-hmm. hot <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, it was nice, spent, uh, ended up going to a birthday party. One of uh, my daughter's friends, uh, yeah. my daughter's friend's younger sister, but she went to hang out with, you know, the, the older sister sure um so outside all day very warm came home you know air, you know everyone's getting ready for bed laying down turn my fan on uh and then at about 10 o'clock right very tired so you know go to bed at 10 o'clock uh, all of a sudden you hear this thud, kaboom and all the power oh, goes off no and it's like 10 10 10 30 and you know i was like oh what the fuck and i was like at first i was like did I not pay my bill? Should I? I was like, I'm pretty sure it's on auto pay. Should I double check? And so I look outside and you uh, I live in an apartment complex. So there's multiple apartment complex buildings around me. And I look outside and I look across the way and I see that their power is on. And I look at one of the other buildings and I see their power is on. And I'm like, that's weird. Because it definitely is. It was like the thud sounded like something hit like, it felt like something hit something, like somebody hit, like a car ran over, like ran into the, the uh, you know, the uh, terminal box or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go out onto my balcony and, you know, I see everybody else has power, but I looked down. I'm on the top floor and I look down and all of the, um, uh, the windows I can see, all of the lights are out. And I'm like, hmm. okay, so it must have just been our building. Uh, so, you know, I hop onto the website and I report an outage and uh so they the people get here you know the it's national grid in my area they get here and all night long they had to basically rebuild an entire new uh what is it, what is it called i keep forgetting what they're called not generator but the
1: like transform? transformer
0: they had to oh. build a whole new transformer in the in this front lawn oh, which fuck is directly outside of my bedroom window. No. So I had five trucks and they're drilling and like, you know, like, you know, there's like, they have a backhoe that's like pulling up the dirt and like they're built, you know, drilling through the thing. And it was just, there's all these people outside and they were talking. We didn't get power back until 8.30 this morning. So needless to say, Oof. I literally did not sleep all night last night. And although that's I am grateful miserable. that they worked all through the night, to yeah, yeah. get this up and running and stuff like that, I'm really fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Jesus. <laughs> so thank you, uh, workers, for working all through the night, 12 hours almost, to get this power up and running. But fuck, man, do it quieter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. I, I, like, um, if the timing had been ever so slightly different, I would have marveled at the, the coincidence of a similarly timed but, like, day one day previous uh, when something must have happened here in the, the St. Louis region, and there was a massive uh, spectrum internet outage. Oh, uh, wow! Uh, and obviously nowhere near as impactful as losing electricity uh, and losing an entire night's sleep from the work from it. But it, like it just like the like sudden like. Eh! Mm, that's uh, gone. Uh, that's that's really gone. Like the, <laughs> no no signal even to them. Oh oh no. And then like ten minutes later, get the the service outage. Now that's been happening a lot lately, and I I worry. Uh, you know uh, about the 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 overall state of uh, of infrastructure in the U.S. I know, I know. Like, why would I be worried about the state of infrastructure in the U.S.? But like, hear me out. We've had several outages just in the last couple of months. Uh, I, and then and then you turn around and like your your building's power fucking blows up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, and like these you know, these are small examples, but I think about like. You think about the, the, the story in Foundation where he, he talks about, like, you know, an empire doesn't crumble overnight. It's little things here and there, like a missed delivery and, you know, and uh, like uh, an uprising on a faraway planet and like a food shortage on the other half of the galaxy. And like all of this, sh- like little shit that like needles its way and like
0: the empire rots from within. Yeah. Um I, we're kind of in that state. I mean, I am very grateful that the infrastructure bill did in fact pass and it is going through. Uh, you know, as an example, uh, you know, part of the the big infrastructure bill and something that was just recently enacted is that now um pretty much anyone in america that makes x number of dollars or less gets free internet or 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 cheap internet so like my internet which, bill actually went down by $30 because of it which is awesome. awesome i mean my bill's now yeah. is like you know i pay for up for a higher speed of internet because of what I do. I mean, my literal all my jobs rely on the internet, this, you know, everything. So I pay for yeah, a higher I'm, speed of internet, my, my bill pretty much cut in half because of it.
1: I'm at the point where I like, I actually need to do that. I've I've been needing to do that for a while, but mm-hmm. I've been like, oh we're we're fine with what we have. We're we we should be fine with what we have. But like more and more I'm realizing like we're not.
0: Yeah. We're not. At, uh, the unfortunate but, part about Spectrum is that there's a cap on the up uh, unless you, yeah. you know, for most, I know for my area, it's still only a cap at like thirty up, um, but I have like five hundred down or something, which is great because I do download large files a lot. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was just just looking at a program. I mean, honestly, I'm looking desperately for any alternatives because I'm fucking sick of Spectrum's monopoly. Agreed. Uh, but like every time I find a new company, it's like, oh, we don't service your your building. Like God,
0: yeah, but do damn it, <laughs> figure it out, ass space. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like when I was in a, like the, one of the, the newer build condos in downtown Syracuse, I'm like, I, like surely I can get Fios here. Uh, nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and like yeah. here, there's like, I don't know, like Gateway Fiber or something like that. And I was like, surely
0: I can get that in downtown. What? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Which I've talked about this before, but it's very frustrating. I live insanely close to an Amazon uh, distribution uh, warehouse, and mm-hmm. they actually have fiber internet uh, there. And it's literally like I could I could throw a rock and hit their parking lot, uh, but mm-hmm. they did not extend uh, the fiber over to here. And I'm like, "Fuck you, yeah. stupid Amazon!" Could have just built it for the neighborhood and been like, "Hey, sorry, we're gonna be really fucking loud for the rest of your life now." Uh, but alas. Hmm. But moving hmm. on, Caleb, I wow. I have watched. No, wait, you you you're on your blade discovery thing. I want to hear about your blade discovery. Oh yeah, yeah. My my my
1: blade search twenty twenty two. We've been we've been quiet on that for a little bit because I had uh, I hadn't bought any new blades since the the first three, which if you remember were uh, the Harrys. Yep. Uh, Five blade, which uh, has become one of my my regular use ones. I, I did like it. Uh, it's being pretty good as as far as the multi blades go. Uh, I tried the uh, the bulldog and the one with the bamboo handle. Hated it. Um, used it like twice and probably will never touch it again. Uh, and then I also got the uh, the Mach three disposables because I already know that I like the Mach three. I mean that was like my. My benchmark for a long time the mach 3 turbo that i impulse bought at a uh, walmart in i don't know oswego i think uh, yeah it was the oswego one when i was working for singular slinging cell phones there um, nice. I, and i needed a razor uh so i uh, i saw an ad today and normally i let internet ads just roll past and i ignore them and don't give them the satisfaction but this one was intriguing it was for a, a new uh, single blade. And, uh, you know, so many people, when I when I put out the word that I was doing this blaze search, like, you got to try a safety razor. You got to do yep. it, kid. You got to. Like, Let me tell you. Yeah. Listen here, kid. You got to try the safety razor. It'll change your fucking life. Uh, and so I, I saw this ad and uh, the company was Supply, Supply.com. Uh, oh, yeah. This is not a sponsored ad. Uh, although, Supply,
0: It could it be. Could be.
1: Uh, and, you know, I, I liked the design of it, the, like, the, the old metal handle and the, like, uh, they're, like, really easy blade chain system and, like, the design of it meant to uh, not cut the the hair so close that, like, it, you know, falls below the skin and then causes ingrown hairs, mm. which I get fairly. Yeah, that happens know, for on my neck, yeah. Yeah, because I you know I like a really close shave and I am aggressive about it, which means that I get really bad razor burn and I get ingrown hairs. And you know what? That that sucks. That's that's part of it. like I have really thick, coarse facial hair, uh, as anyone who has seen me uh, grow a it's beard true. can attest. Yep. Uh, and so I, you know, I want something that, that will give me a good clean shave, but not cause all that. So, uh, I got the, 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 the single edge, they call it, they have the single edge and the pro, the single edge was their original. Uh, the pro has like some, like this, like adjustable handle that lets you get kind of like closer or farther away, depending on your needs. Uh, that, that felt like a little too much to introduce me to this, but I I ordered the single edge. It comes with like a 30-day supply of razors, which they're supposed to be good for like eight shaves, I think, before you pop them back into the little cartridge thing to to be recycled, which I think is clever because that's one of the things that has kept me from trying a safety razor type system is like, what the fuck do I do with the blaze? I'm not, I don't wanna just throw razor blades in my trash. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> um, seems, yeah. It seems like a very scary idea. <laughs> uh, so I got that, I got the, the like, uh, um, like shaving cream and like aftershave stuff and like a little stand for it. They even make one of the like fancy barber brushes oh, to apply like the that. shaving cream. I didn't get that, like, but you know, I, I went all in on a decent starter pack cause I'm like, this feels like if this works, this is one of those things that I'm like you pay a bit up front. It's a good investment. It's quality. At it last, it does a good job.
0: Yeah, we talk about it if it doesn't, then you just don't.
1: I just don't. I, I, I just kind of guess I'll just buy the the fucking my 3 disposables. <laughs> <Call> <laughs> no, I wouldn't day. do that. Uh, but uh, I, I am super curious. So that's that's going to be the next installment. So once I have uh, the pre-orders, apparently are shipping at the end of this month, uh, which will be like. After this episode or it'll be like a week and a half-ish, two weeks before that, okay. that happens. So uh, a few episodes from now, I'll be able to, to give you a, uh, a a first impression. A good testimonial. And I look yeah. forward to that. And uh, again, supply. If you're listening, like, let's talk. Hit us up. We'll chat. <laughs> we'll chat. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, the internet outage that, that I mentioned that, that hit us the other night, uh, it was... Right in the middle of uh, one of the final episodes, we just we we over the, the course of this last week watched the entirety
0: of Minx. Yeah, how is that? It is, so it looks, good. I know it just got renewed uh, for another season. Um, oh my god,
1: first of all, Jake Johnson is absolutely brilliant, He's great. and I will watch pretty much anything that Jake Johnson is in or in some way involved in, and he was uh. He's on board as a, a producer for this show, I think. Uh, but he's yeah. you know, one of the one of the leads, and just absolutely brilliant as. Uh <laughs> as Doug Renetti uh, and uh, I don't know Ophelia Loveabond I don't think I didn't I don't know if I recognize her from anything but just uh, oh no she's oh, she was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy she's been in a bunch of stuff I just didn't really recognize her uh but just an absolutely stellar performance from both of these two as the leads but the whole cast oh, just I know who she across the board Oscar Montoya Jessica Lowe Lena Parham uh just Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I I can't say enough about how good this cast is. Uh, And if you're not familiar, listeners, it's the story of a... A young woman in the early 70s who has decided she wants to publish a feminist newspaper, you know, during the height of what they call the Women's Liberation Movement, uh, which was mocked and ridiculed for my entire childhood. So I didn't truly understand what it meant until I was an adult. Uh, but she she wants to amplify the, the voices of women and to talk about women's issues and, like, really put them out there. She's super passionate about it. But no one will take her seriously in the magazine publishing world. Uh <clears throat> Until she meets Doug, who has made a name for himself as one of the uh, San Fernando Valley's foremost uh, porn magazine producers uh, at Bottom Dollar Production <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he agrees to uh, to publish her magazine, but with a twist, and the twist is Dicks. <laughs>
0: It's twisted and dicks.
1: So, no, 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 that's uh, not. The tw- <laughs> no, uh, not not twisted dicks, but but dicks, uh, a dick twist, uh, and uh, fair warning for anyone who chooses to watch this. This is an HBO Max original, uh, and much like uh, we dreamed as kids of what HBO was truly like, there is a fuck ton of nudity in this show, uh, male and female. You see lots of dung, uh, just right out there on display. So. Uh, if seeing lots of tits and lots of dung is going to make you uncomfortable, don't watch minx. Yeah, <laughs> but also do but watch also minx. watch minx <laughs>
0: because it's such maybe, a good maybe show. you shouldn't be such a tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be such a prude. You know, I'm just saying. You know, win, uh, and- burn your own bra and, and you know step into the world.
1: Uh, you would appreciate some of the the characters uh, from from this show with, with that joke. Uh, the complete opposite today uh, after after watching uh, the movie that we that we just discussed for this Sunday's episode. Yeah. just what is time? Um, Endless loop. I I had a little bit of a, a little bit of time to kill and decided to put on something
0: completely different and watch the first episode of The Owl House. Uh, oh, that uh, Disney Plus. It's on the Disney, Disney Plus. Show. I. Yeah. Fuck, Juniper and I watched that show. We are we love that show. It is it was adorable. So good. It is so. It's like there's a lot of really good like cute moments. It's funny. Uh, Wendy mm-hmm. Mollick is is uh, the owl lady. Like she's she's you yes. know one of the main characters. Ida, um, she is great in this show. Uh, absolutely love her. She is so funny. King is I mean the just the <laughs> show is absolutely great. And mm-hmm. it's a queer love story yes which is also really uh, cute yeah I, I i love it so
1: much I, again we only seen we've only seen the, the first episode but it was just an absolute delight just great storytelling and you could tell right away that it's you know, a, a desire to you know, it comes from a desire to tell uh stories of people who don't get hurt as much yeah. and you know features you know, the the main character is a uh young Latina girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she gets called weird and, you know, a bit much and all of these things because she's into to fantasy and she's imaginative. And I, I like, I loved that. I, I, I saw, li- like, little tiny bits of, of young Caleb, although not to the extreme that, that she is, sure. uh, but little tiny bits of young Caleb in her story. And, like, I just, I love this, this whole notion. Like, the first episode really hits hard on, like, you know what? Fuck it. Be weird. Be yourself. That's okay.
0: 100%. And that's, you know, uh, the show kind of carries that on throughout the show. There is a lot about it. Um, I, I really, this is definitely, I mean, you know, one, it doesn't, if you have kids or not, Caleb doesn't have kids, watch the show. It's totally worth it. I just like cartoons. (laughs) It's just a really, really good show. It's animated well. Uh, it's written very well, you know, and it's a cute, fun fantasy story. But if you have kids, watch it with your kids because they will absolutely love it. Like seven up is, is a great age for them to watch. It kind of reminds
1: me of something that sits comfortably between Hilda and Disenchantment.
0: Yeah it is yeah it's got it's got a lot of the fantasy elements of Hilda but the cleverness of disenchantment and like the the well-written humor of that yeah mm-hmm. Hilda's also a really great show I uh, love but Hilda definitely feels Hilda definitely relies more on the idea of of a beautiful look and story and less on yeah, yeah I mean it's still well written it is still very well written but it's not it's not meant as like funny silly you know like this this has like a little bit of that like adventure time like yeah. wit to it, you know? So, yep. uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I cannot speak highly of Owl House enough. They just released six new episodes and I think there are six more and then the series is done. Um, Ooh. so yeah. I'm
1: getting in at a good time. Yeah.
0: Cause there's a, uh, yeah, there's two seasons, uh, season two had 10 episodes and they just added six. And then I think there are six more and then the show's done, but I'm not entirely there, sure.
1: There is a, yeah, there is a season three planned. Yeah. Um,
0: And season three, I think, is supposed to be the last one.
1: Yeah, season one was 19 episodes, so that was a little bit longer than season two. Uh, looks like season two isn't done yet. It season two is going to be over twenty. Yeah,
0: so there's sixteen episodes out now um, because yes. they did. They basically did ten episodes, then took a break uh, for a little bit, and then just literally like only a few weeks ago or like last month released yep, six I more can see episodes.
1: The, yep, I could see where they they they're doing them in chunks. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's exciting though because I'm uh, there is just enough already out there for me to just plow right through it yep. and anticipate that there's going to be more. And yeah. I'm, I'm very happy because uh, <clears throat> a lot of the, I've told you about how we, we like to have some like kind of lighthearted, goofy show in in our back pockets for that like late night when we don't want to pay attention or if we just watch something heavy and we want to, you know, flip it around a little bit. And, you know, we we, we finished everything else that we were watching that was that kind of lighthearted comedy And needed something else, so.
0: So that's a good fit? Here we go, Yeah, Juniper and I have been watching The Good Place. Uh, We just finished season one, uh, which was great. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, she was, uh, season one, the season one finale, I won't spoil it, has a very good ending. Like, the ending is kind of like a, aha! And uh, (laughs) Juniper loved that. She thought it was really cool. Uh, But do you know what I have been watching? Uh, We were just talking about this with Casey, is uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh my god! I am yes. really, really enjoying that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and as I was saying, like it's it's a really cool origin story for the Enterprise as a ship. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we get in the first episode uh, that you know they we learn about the Prime Directive, which is something that's very you know very upheld in in Next Generation. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they, they name it the prime directive in the show. So it was like, that was kind of cool. It's an origin story for Uhura, which is yes. awesome. <laughs> and Cadet Uhura is so and great. She's I so love great. the and, act of that uh, place. Spock, same thing. It's a little bit of a, yep. of a, you know, uh, history on Spock as well. Uh, so the, the series, for those that don't know, it's on Paramount Plus. The series takes place. Uh, it's the first iteration of the Enterprise before uh, uh, James Kirk takes it over. So yeah. this is Ora, like uh, as a cadet, like she. This is her first mission.
1: Yeah, if if you followed the the more recent Star Trek iterations, uh, this sits between the events of season two of Discovery. And later the original series. So this is you know the the five the original five year mission of the Starship Enterprise in CC one seven zero one prior to the command of James Kirk. And if if you all go all the way back to the original series, like you know a lot of us did, uh, this like you'll recognize Captain Pike as the the original captain of, of this version of the Enterprise from uh, from the episode of the Menagerie uh, of the. Original series, uh, or even before that, from the pilot that the Menagerie draws from, uh, where we see uh, the the life and eventual uh, <clears throat> fate of, of Captain Pike. Uh, and I love, 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 love that you know they they gave us that tease in Discovery of meeting Anson Mount as Captain Pike and Ethan Peck as Spock, uh, learning a little bit about uh, you know Rebecca Romaine as as Una Number One, yeah. uh, and getting like little snippets of this crew. And now we get to see them on their own adventures, on their own version of the Enterprise, which it, like, they they capped that, like, 60s sci-fi feel to the ship but just gave it the, like, the newer sheen that all of the, the newer shows and movies have, and it, like, I honestly choked up a bit watching the first episode because it felt to me like getting a chance to see the original series for the first time as it aired. Like in HD. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it's just, like, the,
1: like... The, the part of my childhood that just like longed for every new episode of Star Trek that came on every week, whether it be like, you know, watching the the reruns of the original series or watching next generation in real time as it was released, like everything, like just clung to this as like, this is my, my like discovery has been great. I I love discovery. They, they've really done some, some interesting things with being able to play with, with time and with storytelling. Picard has been a great way to give a, uh, kind of a, a wrap up and a, a send off, I think, to the the stories that we that we shared growing up in the next generation and all of those characters. It's been so great seeing older versions of Picard and Riker and Troy. And uh, well, just in case anyone hasn't watched the the finale, I won't spoil who else we see. <laughs> uh, but it's it's been really great because like these are familiar, recognizable characters, and then to go back and fill in this this gap. Like you know, we we know that an Enterprise crew existed before Kirk and Bones and Spock and Scotty right. and Chekov, et cetera, and Sulu, et cetera. Uh, we know that that this crew existed and that this mission happened, but we never got to see those stories. All we got was the tease from the original pilot and later the menagerie, but like, we never got to see it. And, you know, J.J. Abrams explored it a little bit in uh, in his Star Trek movie, uh, which I think is really great. And Um, I forget who it was, but there was someone who's been involved in in the production of Star Trek for years who uh, really kind of got into, like, what his theory was of, like, what the moment was that kind of split the the Star Trek multiverse and uh, allowed for all of these timelines to happen. But, like, it's really cool when you start to think about, like, in a way, all of these things do tie in really well, like, all back to a central point where suddenly Star Trek became this World of Infinite Possibilities. Hey, like a multiverse. Like
0: a multiverse. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, we're still in our multiverse month. We've got another brand new one coming for you this Sunday. We're going to talk about the movie. It's coming for you already. It's coming for you. It's, coming, for you. <laughs> it's coming straight to your house. Subject Unknown. Uh, Infinitum <laughs> Subject Unknown is available streaming on 2B TV as well as some of the other like free uh, sites. Uh, so if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that is how you can watch it. And if not... Man, we'll see you on Sunday and you can you can figure out if you want to watch it after we talk about it. Hell yeah. It's up to you. It's your Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there it is. So if you have not subscribed, we have brand new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. So make sure to do so. And if you aren't following us over on Twitter, do that. If you're a Twitter person, uh, we're at the Nahoit podcast on Twitter and Instagram, the Nhoit podcast over on Twitter and Instagram. You can also hit up media NSR, uh, on Twitter to learn about all of the night shift radio, uh, a network of shows, uh, five and growing. Um, so definitely check it out there and, uh, you know, learn it all. And Hey, mm-hmm. while you're here, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest friends
1: multiverse versions of yourself do
0: count yes and then it, that the expectation is each one of them share it with 100,000 people too that's how we get to
1: it's exponential motherfuckers
0: yeah <laughs> so thanks a lot for joining us everyone and we will see you Sunday
1: or will we no we will a father's tragic past hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse a cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is The Storyteller Series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition. And we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to The Storyteller Series wherever you listen to podcasts. And visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.